Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fabulous week this week. The first full week of fall. It's fall, y'all. I guess it's official, right? What, September 21st, the last day of fall? I think so. It was cold. It seems legit. We're in that weird, it's cold in the morning, 80 at noon, open your windows at night. So basically, I don't want to get out of bed. because It's freezing. I love cold weather. I don't like it. I don't like it when I'm in bed and I'm wrapped oh. up in a blanket and I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, but you like that feeling. If you if you were if you could stay in bed. I don't see that happening soon. Do we get fall snow days? You get fall break? Like for two minutes. Really? Yeah. But like if I didn't have to get out of it's so hard to get up and like take a shower when you're cold. But then so, like, I get dressed because it's 50 degrees out in the morning, and I dress the kids for 50 degrees out in the morning, but I'm sweating by noon. You don't like sweating? No, I need my outfit to be, like, consistent. So, I don't know what to wear. It's awkward, so I just layer up and whatever. I guess I like winter because I can just throw it on. You just know it's going to be cold. All day long. And I'll just wear my jacket, my big old coat all day long and be happy. See, I can wear shorts all year long. Oh. That doesn't bother me at all. Do you own pants? Not a lot. We established the other day you haven't worn jeans since we saw Theo Vaughn in, at the comedy. And that's an isolated incident. Like, that's, I mean, in the last 10 years, I can, when it comes to jeans, like, Maybe two times. I don't know. Always wear jeans. Well, I grew out of them, (laughs) literally and figuratively. (laughs) You need some slacks. I've had one. Abby, Abby's always awesome at seeing things that she thinks I could wear, like whether it be a polo shirt or whatever. She, she bought me this one pair of dress pants, and I've been wearing them honestly for. I don't even know how long. As long as I can remember, I've had these pants. They need to go. It's time. And they are really baggy on me. They don't even look dressy because they... Excuse me? They do, but they're so baggy, it doesn't look 
like if you're wearing them to be like dress pants, they don't look dressy because they look so baggy. Does that make sense? Uh, I guess. I don't know. They look slouchy. I just don't know. I'm a shorts and a hoodie guy in the, in the winter. Yeah. I'm a shorts and a hoodie guy in the All summer. The time. Yeah. <laughs> it's your look. It's your uniform. It's my uniform. That's right. It's um, spirit week at school. Mm-hmm. So we all have like designated things we have to wear every day. Like tomorrow, it's like color wars for each class. So you have to wear a certain color. So I got to figure out what to do there. And then because I teach mostly juniors and sophomores, so I guess I have to wear red and black. But my goal is to figure out how to like implement um, like comfortable clothes or jeans every single day, regardless of what. It now is. you paid money to be able to wear jeans all year long. On Mondays and Fridays, I paid money. There are some places. Yeah, or do people check, like, it's Wednesday, take those damn jeans no, off. No, no, nobody checks. Um, that's There's, like, a TikTok trend of, like, teachers who have left and went to different states and places that just let you wear, like, jeans year-round and just yeah. you know, be professional. So, like, on Mondays, I can wear jeans with, like, a professional-looking top, not... Like a t-shirt. But on Friday you can wear a t-shirt? Friday, only if it's a Montgomery County t-shirt. Hmm. I have one, two t-shirts right now. Listen, there's certain professions that understand uniforms and dress code. There's some I just don't get it. Mm-mm. I want. I would wear like scrubs. <laughs> Be fine. I don't know. Have you ever worn scrubs? No. Um, I think I did like for a dress up thing once. We had, I distinctly, this is really interesting now that I think about this. Last, this time last year, like when kids, like this, kids were getting ready to come back to school and stuff. And we were like the coronavirus, um, like surfaces and stuff were still deemed as like dangerous and highly contagious. And so, Clothing. I remember like people recommending doing what nurses do for teachers. Layer up. Come home and like take off clothes. So like we were talking about like I distinctly remember thinking like do I need to buy like like cotton clothing that I can wash over and over again does like really cheap clothes. That way I'm not bringing germs into the house. And I could just like take them off, wash them every day. I, I mean, we sat down and had this conversation. Like, a bunch of us were just thinking, like, what would be the, the smartest thing to do for us to wear? Should we get, like, scrub pants and, like, <laughs> having... But you didn't... Like, no one knew. But, you know, there's days that I will sleep. You know, at this point, I have multiple times fallen asleep in the clothes I wore to school. <laughs> just because I've come home. So, uh, you know, things transition and... For my job, I... Deal zero with the general public. I would be disgusting every day if that was that was me. I would wear leggings. Sounds familiar. <laughs> leggings and a sweatshirt every single day. I'm not wearing leggings per se. You do have a pair of leggings though. Two pairs. Oh really? They're not leggings. They're oh, tights. They're leggings. No, they're leggings. They're 
what are they called? Doctor something. They're leggings. Okay. They're slicky. <laughs> yeah. They're shiny. You have two pair? Mm-hmm. Black okay. and gray and black and red. I wore them once as in underneath some pants when it was really cold out. When you went to do a 5K? No. Mm-mm. No, that's never happened. Actually, it's happened once, but I even ran it. I couldn't do that again, though. <laughs> you could if you wanted to. I don't want to. I don't know. Do you want to run a 5K? I, it's, theoretically, yes. <laughs> In actuality, no. I want to say I ran a 5K, but so I don't want to actually people. run it. There's so many people. I don't have to pay money to do that. I mean, I'm just saying in general, like if I go out and run. I've never been a runner. Like, I think the most I've ever ran at once was like two and a half miles. And that's more than enough. It is. It is. I don't think I need to run anymore. I think I can just walk. Remember, I need to go. We have cars and bikes. and Mm -hmm. Give me some roller skates. Who gets you some rollerblades? Did you have rollerblades? Hell no. I had rollerblades. Where do you think I could rollerblade at up on Christie Creek? <laughs> Get rollerblade on gravel. That road from your, your house to your papa's house wasn't paved? Not for a long time. Oh. Gravel. Dang. His brother had to become judge executive to, oh, to hook make that it up. right. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You know, that is like... Like if you There's think, not a lot of gravel roads left. I love the sound of there used to be. A, there's a Lucinda Williams song called "Car Wheels on a Gravel Road," and I, but I love like that sound. I, not the driveway. My mom and dad's. We, they live in town, um, a mile from Main Street, and their driveway is gravel still. Like one of the only driveways. On North Wilson, it's gravel. Think about it. You're going up Wilson. There's no other gravel road, gravel driveways. It's true. No. They've stuck to that for a while. And then every time it rains really heavy and it floods, it washes over to the neighbors. Like, <laughs> like at some point, just pave it. I remember being at your mom and dad's house once and it flooded and it flooded all the gravel out of their driveway. Yes, into the neighbor's yard. Like piles and piles of it. Yeah. Okay. The road over to Aunt Kathy's mm-hmm. house is gravels. Is it still? I can't remember. I'm having like one of those like Mandela effect moments. Yeah, it's still. No. Wait. I don't think it is. <laughs> it was. <laughs> right? I, yeah. Man. Listen. <laughs> I'm having like the. Got me here sitting thinking like, damn, when was the last time I drove on a gravel road? I'm struggling with this. I wasn't expecting to think about that today, this evening. If you live on a gravel road, hit us up. I'd like to know. Because, you know, you, <clears throat> back in the day, it would just completely coat your car in dust. And mm-hmm. you'd pick up gravel and throw them at people. <laughs> you have rock fights. And your kids. Not as an adult. I mean, if you had to, I guess. You had to defend yourself. With rocks. Yeah. Little tiny pea gravel. I hate the gravel. We have gravel um, for the walkway coming into our home, and it's a teeny tiny pea gravel. I cannot stand it because it will get into the the tread of your shoe. Mm-hmm. So everybody tracks it in, and I'm barefoot all the time. 
And so I step on gravel in this house all the time. It just gets everywhere. I don't like it. Even though Harlan likes digging in it. He does. We dug for pokey pokies yesterday. Little worms or little... Rolly polies. What yeah. do you call them? You call them rolly polies? Yeah. I love those. He called them pokey pokies. Pokey pokies. We saw, um, I don't know, what you, woolly worms? Mm-hmm. I found several of those. You break out the almanac to see what they what it meant. They were all different. Every single one was all black. Very bipolar <laughs> seasons ahead of us. <laughs> one was all black. One had like a tiny band of black on it. One had a much like half of it was black, half was brown. So I don't think that can be an accurate call. Or maybe there's like a time period that it's accurate and mm, and right now know. it's not. My dad used to always get the farmer's almanac. Yes. Yes. He did. My memory, my association of the Farmer's Almanac is your dad because it was always there. Yeah. And I'd always look up to see what kind of winter we were going to have for school. (laughs) Listen, who the fuck? (laughs) What kind of scamming motherfucker puts out an almanac? The farmers (laughs) and the moon. There ain't no farmer writing an almanac. And the moon. Tell me that. Full moons do not change behavior of children. Like, you could just look at last week at school, uh, and it was chaos. See, I don't know. I'm not around. It was chaos. More than my own children. You should have tracked it when you worked at Post as a dispatcher. Because I bet... Yeah, that's like, one of the things I'd really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> because I bet it was more, like, weird activity. More werewolves were out, for sure. <laughs> Wolves, wolves, sightings. Hey, listen. Karma is a is a real thing. Okay. And I think if you start celebrating too early in the wrong season, bad things happen. What are you talking about? Point in case. <laughs> a haunted house in oh. Ohio. A scare actor accident. First of all, I don't know if you read the story. This motherfucker brings his own Bowie knife from home. <laughs> like instead of using the props at that the haunted house gives him, he brings his own okay, real so knife out. from home. There is a haunted active haunted house in Ohio right now. Like last week it was active. Yes. That is a little early for the haunted. And this is where karma will bite you. Okay. So this is where some deadly fungus will crawl up in your pumpkins or your fodder shock and then <laughs> You'll get RSV and be like, oh, why am I so sick? Well, guess what? So. Playing with this pagan holiday. <laughs> so somebody got stabbed. So the to scare, the the way it went was the guy was like banging the knife on the ground. I'm talking like a, you know, like a Friday the 13th big Bowie knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was trying to hit like. Messed around and hitting kids' feet to get him to move, and he stabbed through the shoe and cut this kid's toe. Now, granted, the headlines were like, I was thinking, you know, he thought he had a fake knife and went to like jump out and stab him, and it went through his chest. No, we scratched the toe here, but still, still, you know, that haunted house is like you. Son. What was he doing? Why? So stupid. But there is such a. And I realize I'm in the minority. Like I'm not. For I what? see for for not for being, everything. Well, I don't know, <laughs> but for 
like people embrace the spooky season starting so early. Yes. And yes. it's just not like when the weather starts getting a little colder, I'm I, down. Hang on. I think you need to establish there are two groups. There are the like fall y'all girls who are like. Seth Thatcher, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they love just the autumnal colors and pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin spice candles. And they're just embracing that fall life, right? Like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving-ish. Then there are spooky season girls who are like, let's let's decorate for Halloween. Those are two different camps. Yeah. So, and, But I'm talking even guys, too, who like haunted houses. and. Yeah. I don't like haunted houses. I, you know, I they don't bother me. Well, cl- I mean, clearly, because somebody got their foot stabbed, like, that's my fear. Listen, I would love that. I, <laughs> listen, I, they would, that, the next year, that haunted house would be named after me, because I would oh own my it. Gosh. So, but the person's fine, right? Yeah, they're fine. But that's another thing. When you read in the, like, person stabbed, I'm like, oh, shit, this motherfucker's head cut off. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, that's why I never liked going to, like, was this a professional business? It, it, I, no, was it, like it was a, in like Delaware County, Ohio. Or well, somewhere. some of these things are like fundraisers and right. and stuff. So you have that type of haunted house. Then you have others that are like the one in Louisville. It's like a business. Like that's yeah. their, their. Yeah. Is that, what's that place called? Expo Center. Yeah. Yeah. You got to mingle with some scare actors back in the day. Yeah. It wasn't just weird. But... Um, and it's it, on the business side of it. Like, if you look at theme parks, Kings Island has a. Now that's going on right now. I saw somebody post yeah, the haunted, whatever, it whatever is. it is. Like in Disney has their Boo Bash, and or, that's already started. That started like mid September. Crazy Halloween Horror Nights, Hallow Screams. Like it's a, and it's not. People like it's sold out every night to go to walk through haunted houses and and these scare zones and all that. And would you rather do haunted houses or like a pumpkin patch experience? A haunted pumpkin patch? <laughs> I, I'm neither. I mean, neither. <laughs> neither really like get you pumpkin. get hyped for. I do want to go to a fun. There's some different pumpkin patches. I know we have a good one here. I like taking the kids to the like. Yeah. For me personally, I oh, don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> I didn't think you did, but oh, we we ought to do it. Not tell anybody is dress up and just go hide in the corn maze at Two Sisters and scare people. <laughs> That's the best haunted corn maze ever. <laughs> it's not haunted. Um, there's a guy on TikTok mm-hmm. who dresses up like. Um, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and he just walks around, and his wife drives around like she's like, "Get in the car now!" And so he's just always out in the, their community, dressed up like my, like year round, dressed up like Michael Myers. Have you watched any of the Halloween movies? Uh-uh. Not in a bazillion years. So they're not scary per se. It's they're- like a psychological thing. But then Rob Zombie redid it, and it was way weird. Um. They're just like suspense, right? Mm-hmm. Thriller. Thriller, is that what you call it? Yeah, I don't call them horror. Yeah. Charlie watched, um, we both watched, I fell asleep and woke back up for the ending. Um, I know what you did last summer. I know summer. what you did last summer. 
And I totally, like, I didn't, couldn't really remember a lot. And I was like, gosh, I hope there's nothing bad in this. And so at first she just came in with that, like, typical teenage, like, oh, look, they're going to be alone on the beach. Bet you can't guess what's going to happen next. And then it got to the scene where they hit somebody. She, like, jumps. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you, homegirl? Yeah. And so then I looked over. And where there was a chase scene when he's chasing, what's the blonde girl's name? Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Charlie knew all the actors. You know why? Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. And um, there's that chase scene, and I look over, and Little Miss, like, rolling her eyes at the beginning, had her had, had her hand, like, right over her <laughs> eyes, and she was peeking through it. She knew something was going to jump out. I got really tickled. But she tried to play it off real, real tough. But she already knew. The weird part is, you know, we go in watching that movie when it's released. You don't know there's going to be a sequel or anything like you think. Right. She knows there's a sequel. Yeah. Because as you're as you're finding it, you're like, yeah. oh, there's part two. Right. So that really kind of reduced the. She knew at the end there was going to be something happen to indicate there was a sequel. So yeah. But it was it was cute. It, it was I don't know that I ever saw the sequel. I don't think I have either. Maybe. I remember the Scream sequels. Yeah, and then what I mean, Charlie wanted to watch Scream. It was like Scream 4 or something. Oh, yeah. I, I was, was like, gone. And you let her hell? watch it? I let her watch like the first 15 minutes. Oh, no. She learned a lot of things that night. I came in. That's when I learned that Charlie's, you were you left the room at some point because I came home. I think I was at a wrestling thing all day. I came home and she was fast forwarding, fast forwarding through the scenes. Mm-hmm. To see what was going to happen because that little um, tiny screen pops up as you fast forward. So she's watching it there to reduce the anxiety of seeing it live. It's like, that's cheating. You can't do that. Well, Watch it in real time. I was trying to remember the name of the weird show that Jennifer Love Hewitt was on. I have to look it up now. What, what are you talking about? The name of the show. She was in some show. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't. What was her. it about? I thought it was some supernatural shit, but maybe it wasn't her. Ghost Whisperer, yeah. 2005, 2010. What was that about? I think the name gives it away. <laughs> she like a medium? I guess. Oh. Sounds like I'm not saying I ever watched it. I just knew she was in it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I did. So, I mean, back before binge-watching was a thing, mm-hmm. it was a thing on network television. TBS, baby. And mine was TNT. And they would have yeah, every TNT, night it would be something right. new. It would be it'd be a different show, but they would play like seven or eight. Like, working an overnight shift, there's only so many things you can look forward to. A bad sleep schedule, crappy food. And the good things on, on, like, I watched the whole series of NYPD Blue. <laughs> and it's not like, like, it would start season one and just keep going. Every, every yeah. t- you know, it was like, so what, you just randomly pop in, you don't know where you're at. Mm-hmm. And then in the mornings at, like, 5 a.m., Buffy the Vampire Slayer would come on. Wow. So I'd watch that. And then after that concluded, they switched to Charmed. So, or like, I'm talking 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Probably longer, but I was usually in bed by 9 a.m. <laughs> I remember coming home and you'd be like, or I'm not coming home, I'm getting ready to leave. And you're like making a tuna sandwich. <laughs> it's odd. 
Mm-hmm. It's odd to me at at forty, almost forty one. Could you do this? Could you do it again? Hell no. <laughs> but when you're young, it's the, the, there are no like norms, right? You're or, a night person anyway. Not. I mean, no, not really. You were. I, I, I was. Like, yeah. I feel like it was just your whole identity was, and I've never been. A, I'm always a morning person. I'm more of a morning person now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't like, like, I like early morning. Er, like, well, like I how many times a week do we eat? This morning. You're like, I overslept. Yeah. I, <laughs> true story. I woke up this morning. I slept on the couch. Abby fell asleep on the couch. And being a good husband, I wanted to be next to her. Okay, because our son was laid out, sprawled. I would have moved him over. like. A, but anyway. I appreciate you. So, I'm laying on the couch next to her. And I wake up at like 6 to go pee. And I swear, I was like, I smell chili, but it ain't no chili made. Like, what is, <laughs> did Abby eat something this morning? <laughs> I come into the, I go to the bathroom. I go lay back, wake up. food. <laughs> I wake up at like 8. I'm wandering around. And I remember... Abby laid out hamburger to make chili because it's it's chili season. Even though it's going to be like eighty degrees a whole week, I should, I should don't care. Anyway, don't I care. eat chili year round. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't discriminate. Without noodles in it. Continue. Um, and I notice it's gone, and I look, and I'm like, oh shit, the, the whole crock pot's full of chili. <laughs> so I got up at four. I did that, and I came. I sat down at five. I started answering emails for a few people. And around the corner, in the funniest voice I've ever heard him use, Harlan popped over, popped out of our bedroom, came into the living room, and goes, "Hey, mom!" Like he was like bored, like what's going on? And then he just said, "Hugging," and he crawled up into bed. But I'm pretty sure there was a time that I was dozing off, and he was clearly still awake. Because I reached... That happens all the time for me. I reached over beside me and I was like, oh, he's gone. And I'm going, Harlan, Harlan. And I stand up to look at him and he has your headphones on. Sitting at your computer, he can't hear me say Harlan. He was listening to our... I had the recording. Or maybe it was uh, was the Beards and Beards, the last one that I edited. Uh Uh-huh. That's what he's listening to. Really? Yeah. Oh, he... I mean, he was just sitting there quietly just had the headphones on listening to everything and i was like oh this is probably not safe (laughs) for him to be wandering around but i did get up early i like i like that feeling of the house being super quiet and i can do what i need to do and get stuff done without like any interruptions yeah you're on that jocko willing yeah I like that. I love like early in the morning when you go like going to the gym or something at like mm-hmm. 5 a.m. I love that feeling. I've been going at night. And I told Abby, it's Friday night. I was like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. She's like, why? I was like, I'm going to take As this pre-workout. you scooped more pre-workout. It's like 7.30 p.m., right? And yeah. if you know me, I can drink a cup of coffee, uh, an energy drink, you know, pop, whatever, and go right to sleep. Mm-hmm. But something about all the other effects of the pre-workout, just I can't fall asleep. It's, it's a lot. That one day I took it, 
I love the way I feel while yeah. I was working out, but after my crash afterward, I was mean and hangry on the way up to your mom's. She was. Then I just didn't feel good the rest of the day. I swear I think it was a pre-workout. Could have been. I was like Googling, like, do people have bad reactions to pre-workout? And yeah. There's a trend on your favorite website, TikTok. On the Tiki Talkie. Of these dumbasses, like, dry scooping five and six scoops of pre-workout. Do they die? So, like, if you go to the YouTube channel, uh, More Plates, More Dates, it's, it's all about. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Like more plates on the bar, you get more dates. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, and he's, I don't know if he's a doctor, he's something, he he knows his medical stuff. And he was talking about the effects it has on you. Like, basically this guy's brain, like his so blood pressure. So it can dehydrate you really fast, your blood pressure goes up. All of his, like, stuff was normal. Like all of his vitals. Uh, vitals were normal, but then they did like what a brain scan or something. And it was fucked. Like 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 brain dead. Like like his brain got electrocuted. Oh yeah, like it was short circuiting. Oh wow. Yeah. Is he okay now? I have no idea. There was no I need follow, to follow up. up. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. And people drop. I mean. That's the thing. I've dry scooped pre-workout, and that just means you scoop it and put it in your mouth. Well, and then... That was one thing. One reason people have really poor effects to it is you don't have enough water. Yeah, the water is what actually breaks it down and activates some of the... Yes. And so I wondered that day, because I only think I did a half... I did one of those smaller shaker cups, yeah. and not a full big shaker cup. So I wondered if that was it, too. Yeah, and I'm always extra. Like, if it says a scoop, I'll do a scoop and a half. You know. No, like that drives me crazy. I just, Follow I the rules. Tell you, I don't, like, <laughs> I like the effects. I'm a stimulant junkie. I do not like when I start like my face starts tingling. I don't like. Oh, that. uh, that's when it's. Or if I feel that's when it's go time. I will. So my routine when I go to the gym, I'm usually there like an hour and a half. But probably the, I drink my pre workout as I'm walking in, and then I will walk on the track until I start to feel that tingle, and then mm. I know it's time to go. No, I drink it before I go. And then once I get there, yeah, see, I, don't I like time that. To waste. <laughs> but I move the whole time I'm there, so that's good. So, um, if you recall, Abby and her excuse-making friend Micah. <laughs> Why are you? I don't, we're gonna check. We're gonna text thing now. I'm just uh, I gotta take oh. my stabs when I can. Oh, okay. Went to Colorado back in June. July, June, end of June. Yeah. Yeah. And they rode. Like, I'm the thrill seeker, right? Me and Charlie went. We okay. rode roller coasters. Today, we talked all about roller coasters. We're trying to convince my nephew that he should go with us and ride roller coasters. Aww. He ain't about that life. But Abby rode this okay. abandoned mine shaft free we, fall. We were looking for something to do. We happened into this town. Like, it was not on, on our On two list. horses, like yes. in the Old West. Yes. So it was from where we were. It was hard to get to this spot. Um, any from where we were, it was hard to get to anywhere. <laughs> but we drove in like it was an hour and a half, two hour trip. And um, once we got there, we had no idea what we were going to find. Right. right. We were looking for. Didn't you mine gold while you're there? Or? No, that was on the way home. 
on another place. So we go into this place. There's a hot springs. And we were looking for that. But we saw these, um, they call them gondolas, but basically those like enclosed cars that take you to the top of this um, gigantic mountain. Like a ski lift. Yes. The first thing we wanted to do was see Doc Holliday's um, burial site. Alleged, he's somewhere in this cemetery. So we went to go see that. And when we went down into the, the little cute, precious little town, the girl that we were checking out on the places, Mike was getting her dad something that said Doc Holiday on it. The girl's like, oh, you got to go do the haunted um, mind drop. Okay, we were talking about, we, we did a cave exploration, which when you live in Kentucky and you have mammoth caves or Carter Cave, like, yeah. it was kind of uneventful. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen a cave before. So many stalactites you give a shit about. There was, there was a really cool room of this one, and it was kind of cool how it happened. And I like the history of these people who just, Decide, like, you know what? I want to go see if there's anything in there. And they right. Digging around. They were bored. Basically. And um, so we were doing that, and, and we were talking about that. And so she said, oh, you got to do the haunted mind drop. So in my head, she was talking about, like, there was, like, a haunted old mine that it was still, like, a cave tour. I did not process that it was an adventure ride. Yeah. At all. Because I'm, I don't. Those I, have such great track records, a la Kentucky Kingdom. Right. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any love for the those. Just, I just don't free fall type things. Nothing. That's what it was, right? You're because yes. you sent me the video of like a ride through. So I go in and um, <coughs> did you ride like a mountain coaster too? Yeah, not not a fan of that either. Felt like I was going to fly off the side of the mountain at any point. When those alpine coaster things, mm-hmm. oh, and it broke down before we got on it. So, um, there are teenage kids running all of this. Right. That, that is all you have. This is summertime work for these kids. You can only, the like, I, I've tried to look to see if there was any way to drive up this mountain, like any type of um, emergency places. But as far as I could tell, nothing. You're, you're coming up and down on that gondola. Like, that's it. Unless you're getting, like, airlifted off. So, we go up and... We were just going to pay for the, the cave tours. And then Micah's like, how much for the haunted mind drop? Well, then she's like, well, if you do this, you can also ride, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Micah wanted to ride it all. There was one thing that, like, just swung you out over the side of the mountain. She's like, will you do that? I was like, no. <laughs> no, you have picked the wrong friend. <laughs> like, I've done, I rode this gondola up here. It was terrifying. Um. The cave thing I did okay with because of COVID, they could only limit how many people went into the cave. Right. And I'm fine with that. So we get to the mind drop. We've done the caves. We get to the mind drop. I walk in. There's this kid. I'm talking 14, 15, at the door on it on his iPhone with a little, like, iPad beside him. And I'm like, hey, what is this ride? He was like, uh, it's a... It's like a free fall drop. I was like, what is this? He was like, it's a, it's a ride. It's like a free fall drop. And I was like, excuse me? Excuse me? And so I'm just like, I get really anxious. I'm like, Mike, I can't do this. Like, and you're inside, so you see nothing. You right. can't see the ride. The ride is all indoors. This is, if, you're, if you've ever been to Disney, it's like Tower of Terror, uh, Disneyland. They t- changed like a garden. Is it inside? Like, yeah. yeah, it's inside. Okay, so you see nothing. You don't see people getting on or getting off. There's nothing. So you walk through this door, 
and you walk into a room and there are um, those like molded, that molded chair that seats like six people, right? So you go in and you sit down and I'm like looking up, looking down. I see nothing (laughs) except a screen in front of me. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what does it do? What does it do? And the guy's like, you're going to have to find out. And I am telling you, it is the most rinky-dink seatbelt. Like, I'm like, it's not tight enough, sir. There's nothing. But my shoulders are free. Right. It's just a lot, like a teeny tiny. There's two seatbelts that are tiny. Right. And there's a kid next to me. I'm like, bro, what's fixing to happen? He was like, do you really want to know? I was like, yes. He was like, the floor is going to drop out. I was like, oh, there's nothing to hold on to. So I have nothing like my hands just have to sit there and they're like getting their hands ready to like put them up in the air. And I'm like <laughs> panicking, panicking. And, um, I just didn't, I don't like that feeling. I do not. I just cussed the entire way down. The floor drops out front. So a guy's talking to you like, Oh, welcome to the haunted mind thing. And like, a and there's like a story. There's uh that literally last five seconds and the floor drops and you're done like it's a huge free fall See, and you get to the bottom then they i'm into the immersion of that stuff it, there was no immersion this was very cheap like carnival get as many people in and out as you can today so we go back up and does it do you have to walk back up or does oh, no, 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 it no it like takes you and i i grabbed the kid next to me i'm like tell me it doesn't do it again and he was like it does not do it again i was like that's the last time you swear to god he was like i swear i was like <laughs> okay because i thought we're gonna get halfway up it's gonna drop me down again yeah. i mean i and i kept saying i swear to god i was gonna fall off i swear to god i'm gonna fall off like i don't even mike is like no gravity it just like keeps you you know and i'm like i don't feel like anybody here is smart enough to figure that out like, it, it does not feel like that sophisticated of a ride. <laughs> and so we get out. I survived that. I'm not super happy. I go on the little alpine coaster thing after it breaks. But you have control of that. Like, you can go yeah. as fast as you want on that. Micah never hit the brakes. Me, we did We did a solid, like. Putting it, putting we, down. I did. I, I went fast. I, but my size, I kept saying, I think I'm, too, I told the girl, I'm like, do you think I'm too heavy for this? I think I don't fit in this. I think maybe I would cause the coaster to fall off the side of the mountain. And she was like, you're fine. I was like, are you sure? But panicking. I just don't like any of that. I don't trust anything. Right. Okay. Cut to a couple weeks ago. Right. In the news. It's it's more now. I see it more now. A kid died on that. Six-year-old. Died on that. They didn't strap around. I read the whole story. Yeah. So. She sat on the seatbelt. Yes. And nobody came to check her. And I'm telling you, it's like a kid who, you know, like, just coming by and, like, flinging, you know, whatever. And I don't know why the parent, you know, if the parents didn't notice or the parents didn't see it or if it happened too fast. No, or if she got on with friends. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a weird situation where it's up on top of this mountain. You could probably send a crew of kids together. You know, I don't know that my six-year-old would run around by herself, but. The weird thing is kids aren't smart enough to have the fear. Like they, she didn't realize. Or, or but he, there's no way she would have known right. what to do. That that was not right. And so. And this sounds bad, but just remind you. You know those cartoons like where it drops out and they're just hanging there. Oh, you know, like my God, like I can't even process how that would have happened. Is, is the whole thing shut down now? Oh, I'm sure. I am sure. So it's also completely dark. There's and there's a thing that takes your picture as you're going down. But it's completely dark the entire time. Um, so, like, that's just ter- – it's so terrifying. Like, it's so tragic. It 
and then I, you know, I did feel bad and as, you know, awful as it is for this family, like, I guarantee you there was a kid working that. Like, that is yeah. some some 16-year-old kid is going home with that thought of, like, I screwed up. Like, and they talked about, like, it was a series of, like, the person on the outside who was also a child wasn't, like, they didn't, they're, like, letting certain people in at the time. His count was off or something. Yeah. Like, how many people they were letting in. So that number got off. So the seatbelts got tied before, and then they let somebody else in. So that process got screwed up, and then the kid on the inside, the operator on the inside. So I kept thinking, God, that's so sad for them, too, because... I mean, they're teenagers, and, like, that's your life. Like, you know, I was working when this happened. That's uh, – I love thrill rides. Like, um, it, later in life, I've, I've the trade-off is when you sit outside and you watch, like, a roller coaster, you know, like, those – I take solace in this company is too rich and too big to let somebody <laughs> die. You know, well, I mean, it, it, but then you go to a place like this that's not right. exactly standard to, you know, we're not even talking like Kings Island. It's like when I rode, we're a little Camden Parky on this. The, the Velocicoaster, which is wicked scary. Mm-hmm. The lady that like checks your, and there's no, oh, yeah, there's no shoulder harness. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and you go upside down and circles and barrel rows and all this. And she's like, hey, did you try the test seat? And I was like, yeah. And she just kept walking. And I was like, wait, what? why? Why? <laughs> and all of a sudden it took off. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm about to die. But then in my head, I'm like, they're not going to let me die. Um, I mean, crazy things happen. What's, what's Homer saying? The Simpson drive, the one ride you did? Or... I don't. Gary, I blocked everything out. I remember nothing. At the end of it, he says, they're not going to let you die if you have money in your pocket. Well, I felt like I was going to die. I mean, I've never, that was, I was so sick on that ride. It was awful. Not a fan at all. But yeah, that's, so that haunted, that, so that was like a haunted, it's supposed to be a haunted Now thing. it is going to be haunted. Gary. What? How do you think hauntings take place? No, that little tragic baby. Oh. That's how all good horror stories start, some tragic baby. You are so messed up in the head. I'm. That is somebody's little six-year-old. And I feel very bad for them. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would burn the whole fucking mountain down. Oh, yeah. 100%. But then I'd probably have to shoot you, too, for letting the kid get on there. Me? I don't know. I like it. What? I'm, I feel like I'd... 100% it would have been you, not me. We both know that. <laughs> It'd be me shooting you. Fair enough. <laughs> Just established that to begin with. Oh, my oh. gosh. That was tragic. Let's go to something fun. Yeah, that was awful. Abby goes out. She takes some kids to her favorite place, Kids to Kids. What? Kids to Kid. Kid, kid to Kid. Kid to Kid. What are you talking about? She comes back with, for Harlan, been thinking oh. about Halloween costumes. She yeah. comes back with a 2T Baby Yoda outfit. Here's my, here's my thought process. I've been looking online for just... I have notoriously handmade... Ish, right. Half-assed handmade. Our kids Halloween refurbished costumes. something that we've had. Right to make Halloween costumes. I've been doing it since Charlie was little. I get a lot of mileage out of duct tape and sweatsuits from Walmart. She's a Zeba. She's been a Zeba. She's been the Bumblebee girl from No Rain. Still my favorite mm-hmm. costume. All kinds of things with duct tape. Harlan was a shark last year. 
duct tape and a sweatshirt or a hoodie. That was it. So I thought about the Baby Yoda costume. If you look online, they're pretty pricey. And I kept thinking, gosh, you just need like a Goodwill cardigan or a robe. Like a robe, yeah. And for him, I could take a t-shirt probably and cut it up and make it work. Mm-hmm. I just need, I couldn't figure out the hat, yeah. right? The, the ears and stuff. I thought that's a little too fancy for me because I can't sew. And um, I didn't know if I could duct tape that or not, but I was going to give it a try. But when I got there, they had the whole costume brand new in the package. So just let me put you onto this. If you do have kids and you're looking for a Halloween costume, go check out Kid to Kid because they have brand new and used costumes. This is not sponsored. That are so cheap. And Halloween costumes are stupid expensive. Like, it's just something, like, a parent doesn't budget for. And you don't realize that you're going to have to, like, I have to spend that for this outfit they'll wear one night. And um, so, anyway, I'm like, I'm going to buy that just for the hat. Because the whole costume together was cheaper than me just buying him a hat from, like, Etsy or something like that. Right. So, I bring it home. And I'm just going to show him the hat. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a 2T. Gary weighed our son today. 75 pounds. He's a monster, you all. He's but so he's big. thinning out because he's getting taller. Yes. It's, if, if, you, if I brought him to, to unknowing to somebody and said, how do you think he is? Zero percent would say, oh, he's three. Right. He's almost four. He's almost four. But you wouldn't say four. No. But you wouldn't. So, oh, he's such he's such a horse cat, and he always wants me to hold him. So he's like a we, he has great not Pyrenees been, lap dog. <laughs> he has not been in a two T since he was probably a year old, twelve, like nine months old. <laughs> so um, he started out real small, but <laughs> he made up. For he's it. made up for it. He came home from school, and I happened to be home that day. It was the day I had my. Which, root canal. Root canal. And um, that was a good time. So I show him his little hat, and he was like, put shirt on. And so he starts just like, ripping off his clothes. <laughs> like, he knew the drill. He wanted to wear this shirt. And I was like, it's not going to fit. So if we don't buckle it in the back, yeah, he can fit it over his body. So the funny part is the sleeves have, like, baby Yoda hands on them. <laughs> They're, like, flapping at his elbow. At his elbow. <laughs> And Abby, and I'll give him credit for this. Abby, he wants to work to school. Yeah. And Abby's like, no, that's only for home. He gets home from school that day, walks through the door taking his shirt off. Yep. It's like baby Yoda time. Let's go. So finally, it just got, first of all, it's hot. It's sweat. Like he spilled something on it. So I walked, did you see? uh, Yeah, it was in the washer or the dryer. Hope it didn't shrink. It surely did shrink. That's like fleece. That's not (laughs) great fabric. Well, it's. It's probably a, well. There's a will. There's a way. He will fit it on. I was going to have to cut it. I think because I thought, oh, I'll save this and like I'll just put throw this back into the kid to kid pile next year and give it to them for some other kid to wear next year. Cause nah, he's going to wear the hat. No, no, no. This one's ours forever. But he loves it. So I went. I had to go pick up Charlie from school, and he just jumped in the car wearing his Yoda costume. And somebody called me and said, "Did." Did I see baby Yoda hanging out of your sunroof? Yes, you did. <laughs> that was Harlan. He loves it. 
does not care. And it's funny because he went through this this summer with the Incredibles outfit. Yeah, wore it everywhere. And and previously there was a, he was not a, like he was scared of them or he was they weird they not in the costumes. No, he didn't like them at all. It was some weird reaction yeah. to it. But at his new little school, he starts. They have dress up clothes and stuff. And in the afternoons, he gets to go play dress up. Like they do imagination play, and yeah. it's one of the stations or centers. Yeah. I'm so gonna... Harlan starts his intensive ABA therapy this week. We we were I don't think we were ready for it like to be so immediate. There there was we knew it was coming, but we thought we had another week or so, two weeks yeah. to wait, and there was an opening, and they called and we took it. So he starts. He'll go from to school from eight to four. He gets a behavior therapist in the morning, and he'll have his different behavior therapist in the afternoons, and he gets like playtime, like they have. A rec room because they don't have this place isn't um, yeah there's no like outdoor playground door, playground area. Um, hopefully, it's something that will eventually get big enough that they can add that on. But. Well, he falls in. I don't know if we talked about this. He falls into where he started preschool, mm-hmm. and by the time he goes to kindergarten, he would have three years of preschool. So he's got one under his belt. Yeah. So if we do a year of this, we're and red then, shirting him this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to get so. But he's going to start preschool looking like he could drive to school. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a big, he's going to be a big kid. I, you know, I I wrote the email today to tell them, and it wasn't like we knew this all year that he was not going to stay this whole year at preschool. But for whatever reason, telling them that it was time, this was his last week, like I got all like emotional over it. But the progress he's made, and I credit a ton of this to, his therapist. Yeah, to Kyle and Heather. Um, which is t- it's taken me like a year to realize that he does way better if I'm not in there with him. <laughs> which we just now started going. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I wondered because it's, you know, we're not there with him at school. Yeah. And Lindsay was getting so much progress out of him at school. Like that's, and, and Katie and he was doing his I want statements and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think it's us. <laughs> Listen, also, uh, Lindsay stopped at the house last week to drop something off. This is one of this is an OT for him. Yeah, and she can really leave Harlan just reaches out to give her a big smooch. Oh, I love that! Like, I'm sure that's. I'm glad she, you know, God love her that she's kind enough to do that. And I'm sure that's the last thing she wants to do is have that like nasty things snotting and slobbering and kissing on her, but. It's just he's good. been coughing all week. Ugh. Like he's not sick, but he's had this cough that just won't go away. But he's got this little raspy voice. <laughs> Baby, it just comes out. Yeah, he's he doesn't know. It's so frustrating. Like I had to teach him how to throw up. <laughs> the other day, we made it to the toilet, but he coughs so much that he doesn't know what to do with all of that yeah. stuff, and so it's I know that's disgusting, but. It sucks so bad. Like, put this back, you know, two years ago, we would have just shot him up with some Tylenol, given him some Benadryl, sent him on his way. But now you're like, is it COVID? What do you do? Like, well, you can't send your kid out, like, you can't send your kid out coughing their head off in public right now. So, I mean, Charlie constantly, but Charlie stayed sick with uh, ear infections. infections. Thank God Harlan doesn't do that. 
Yeah, I wonder what the difference is. You think it's just, I don't know. Oh, my God. I have to tell you what I saw. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the nose, Frida? <clears throat> yes. Okay. This was not a thing with Charlie, but I go to have Harlan. I'm sitting down making my registry, and everybody's like, I'm like, what do I get? Because it's 10 years apart, and people are talking about this nose, Frida thing. And if you do not have kids, the nose, Frida is best described as a snot sucker. It is a syringe. It is a syringe attached to a tube that has a filter between the tube and the syringe. You put the syringe in the kid's nose. As a mama, you suck. Like siphoning gas. Yeah, that's it. Siphoning snot out of your kid's head. Okay. It's disgusting. It's horrible, but it works. Harlan had RSV, and we had to take him in. They have like a professional snot sucker at the pediatrician that literally sucks so much snot like his nose is bleeding it was awful and i had to hold him down is 100 percent the reason he hated the pediatrician's place for the first year of his life and it was traumatic for me and traumatic for him i am on facebook last night and i don't i don't know but it was one of those like my er doctor recommended are you ready for this take the nose frida Instead of taking the syringe and putting it to your mouth, take that tube and attach it to a breast pump <laughs> that has that same like suctioning. Yeah. Like, put it on its lowest setting, and you have your own professional snot sucker at home. I think I got rid of my breast pump, but low key, if I didn't, I'm going to check the basement. I'm trying this on somebody because <laughs> we still have a syringe. No, it's free a syringe. I wonder if Charlie's up for it. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, guys, our little girl got all dolled up for her dance. (laughs) And in that moment, it was very heartwarming. Make no mistake about it. She's a biatch. (laughs) 99.9% of the time. But in those still photographs, you would think she's a darling. (laughs) She had so much fun. I wanted to kill her. We come home. I had to blow dry her hair. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to blow dry my hair. Let alone her mane. We yeah, you that. had to do all the prep. Yes. And that was... I put makeup on her. She's freaking out because I've put too much eyeliner on her. And I'm like, it's not... It's just because you have makeup on. So, anyway, you know, it, like I wanted to murder her no less than seven times before we, you know, get out the door. She had so... It was so cool. Like, they had a big gathering of all the other kids. They went and met one place. We opted out of that just because not knowing, like, what that situation is going to be. It was, like, 58 kids eating together. I just... I don't know. I mean, granted, we're throwing them into the COVID crock pot at the dance and stuff. So, we... And and Charlie was like, well, I'd rather go somewhere else and eat something way cooler than what they were eating. So, we took them to the Mexican restaurant. Abby had some Patron. <laughs> I just... I, I don't know. Before my bourbon phase, I would drink Patron. Yeah. It's very surprisingly easy to drink. Like, I just Did squeezed you? my lime into it and drank it, like, with a little ice on it. Mm-hmm. It was, a, you know, I wasn't, like, going to do a shot, but. Tequila makes her clothes fall off. Um, I did, like, well, somebody, I think on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, one of those, they, like, that was, of the alcohols you can drink, the tequila is one of the healthier ones versus with like water and lime versus drinking bourbon but what from like agaves though it is i don't know i don't think so i don't know the process anyway 
but watching her sit with her her friends sat at a table, the moms, we sat together. But she just, she's funny. She was laughing, having a good time. Um, She cannot sit like a lady. I had to like, kept like eyeballing her like, come on, Char. Get it together, girl. You're in a short dress. But we, we threw him in the car, took him downtown just to take some quick pictures. We could pictures. have done that all night long. Like, they laughed and had so much fun doing that. I, you know, at one point they're like, hey, what time is it? <laughs> like, you all should have left already. Um, but, you, oh my God. I'm kind of nervous. Like, Char, I don't know. She indicated she's nervous. So, at this dance... I don't, did we talk about this last week? What a cotillion is? What they have yeah. to do? Like, she got a dance card, right? So, when she gets there, they're like, Charlie Thomas. And you have to come up and get your dance card. And there are three boys' names on it, mm. right? Mm. And she's like, I just don't want to dance with, like, what am I doing? So, we, like, joked. I'm like, well, you know, what are some things you can talk about or say? Or just, I was like, you can be funny and break the ice or something, you know, with them. And because they're nervous and awkward, too. Well, girl hits it off with her first guy like boy she like (laughs) i guess she just chatted him up he chatted her up and like they hang out right it just it was like she jumped out of jamie's car with a gas station drink in hand her boots in her hand carrying her little wallet i'm like this one looks like she's walking down the circle at 2 (laughs) a.m like has had the night of her life Coming out of the plaza. And she is like a mile a minute. Like, and then, and then I had to dance with, and it, like, like I was not ready for the energy coming out. Cause it's 1030 at night. And I've already fell asleep seven times. Like, yeah, that's, yes, that is true. <laughs> like, what my, was I doing? I came in. I was just, you asleep. went to the gym. Yeah. I went then to the I, gym. You should have gone to get her. <laughs> yeah. I offered. You, you, that was one of those times when you offered to do something that you clearly were not going to follow through on. So I was like, I got it. My contacts were sticking together. (laughs) Like, get in the car. Was not ready for all this energy that she had coming out. Like, she was on fire. Um, Her friends had fun, too. But she uh, clearly, she loves a good time. She loves it. She has been, she's loved dance parties since she was three. So Listen, this little (laughs) MFR. So this week, she gets the role of Ursula. Yes. And the Little Mermaid. Yes. Which I'm excited for. But if there's any dads of 13-year-old girls out there, what's the best restraint from just choking the living <laughs> shit out of them? I, I'm looking for restraint. <laughs> I didn't say I, I will. We need to get you on gentle parenting TikTok. <laughs> Listen. Like, I've, I don't know. It's just a lot. And I'm not, I'm immature. Okay. Like, so I, I can't be healthy in my. You can. <laughs> you have to be. Well, I don't know. You have to be. It's just a challenge. Just It's hard. It all is this, hard. All these middle-aged challenges is coming my way. She's a lot. It was, it was just a lot of emotion this week. Like a lot of energy. Um, managing that on top of just like, you know, hey, it's a normal week. Like you got to get school and stuff done. Like you have to, you still have to clean your room or do chore, you know, stuff like that. And 
that balance is so we are just not in a at no point we have balance. I know. And I'm leaving you for three days this uh, four. four. No. Four not three days, four nights. The nights are long. It's <laughs> the easiest part. <laughs> I so I casually say like, hey Char, you know, dad's not gonna be home Friday. Do you wanna like go can we go grab Jimmy John's and go to the you know that sounds lame as shit already. Go take Harlan to Legacy Grove and we can eat. Well, just offering Jimmy John's to Charlie is a treat. And she was like, why? I was like, I don't know. Other than coming home and air frying something, like I just thought we'd go hang out. I don't know. I think it's the homecoming football game Friday night. But I do. How not. they have senior night before homecoming? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do not know. I just feel like everybody's got their priorities mixed up. <laughs> Do tell us there, Grandpa. I'm not one. How did, how did we do it back in the day? <laughs> I mean, senior night was the last thing you did. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was, I don't know how many, maybe they don't have another home game after this homecoming. And you can't do, you cannot do senior night on homecoming night. There's too much going on. Sounds like, who's the, who's the athletic director? Maples? <laughs> I, he wouldn't decide that. That's all football. They would decide that. Also, like, you're dealing in a year of. You I know, just say, I'm just. I've COVID heard a lot of excuses when, about things. Oh my god! <laughs> when you don't really even know what uh, are you going to get to finish your season? So I think it's kind of smart and hit it right in the middle, and that way you know for sure you're going to finish it and the get the CDC to said for college football they are not super spreaders. Great. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so high school football would be even better because there's less people. I'm I'm glad for that. I'm hoping this is. I've been listening to them talk on NPR about potentially this being the peak and us having not having to deal with like a crazy winter because I think everybody anticipated things getting worse over the winter, but it potentially. We could start seeing drop. I'm so fucking tired of all of. I'm tired of both sides of the arguments. I'm tired of all just everything. I just want to be able to find the foods I want in the store. That's it. End of story. I don't think that. I don't know if that's specifically COVID related. I just want my stuff. Yeah. But Walmart seemed good today, and Kroger seemed okay. Well, it's like when something's brought to your attention, you're hyper aware of. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they didn't have the, my rock and roll chicken this week. Well, they haven't really had it for about three weeks all year, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. The the pop chicken, not the rock and roll chicken, it was the pop chicken. Harlan's. Did they have rock and roll chicken? I didn't look. It wasn't on my list. Um, and you put me on a budget. I put you on a budget? There was, there was indication of. I did really good, though, today. You did do really good. I did. I So I've lost weight. <laughs> by really not trying, I feel like maybe there's some underlying factor here. Oh my god! What do you mean? A good tapeworm? I don't think it's that. We haven't. I bought, I bought a worm off. What's it? Creed Bratton. <laughs> Charlie's in the car today. She's like, I I missed the office. I was like, you know what? A couple of things we down we we got rid of our Hulu because one we never watched it Mm-mm. ever. We, we were watching it strictly for American Horror Story. And Rick and Morty. Yeah. And now I've got free HBO Max. i tell you what I'm excited for. What? The Many Saints of Newark. I don't know what that is. It's the Sopranos prequel. Oh, cool. Uncle Joey's in it. Really? Yeah. 
I look forward to so that. So it's like it's young Tony Soprano. Could I watch it having not watched The Sopranos, you think? Yeah, I mean, it's the story. Uh, like, it'll all be new. Okay. That will be good. Yeah. And I, is it... Is James? I think James Gandolfini's son plays Tony Soprano. Is this the guy? Hang on, Christina P. hangs out with one of the Soprano. Who was the kid on the Sopranos? I can't think of his name, but he's always on her podcast. Well, it's not him because he's dead. Who? James Gandolfini. Tony no, Soprano's no, no, dead. No, 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 no. No, the 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 actor that played the son in that show. Oh. Is um. He has a really cool story, but he's always on Christina P's podcast. Yeah. They're really good friends. So his son is playing him, which I think is pretty cool. His real son. Yeah, his real That's son. That's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, we uh we got what else did we get rid of? We got rid of other subscriptions too. We almost could get rid of Netflix. Except You know I, I got on Netflix today and I was like, yeah. I I watched Shits Creek and but it, like I, everything new, like we can watch on HBO Max, or HBO Max and Disney Plus and Prime, kind of got us covered. Yeah, I've been showing Cody Dexter. Really, yeah. that's where it came from. My kids, so I get on Amazon Prime to play The Crucible, and they're like, "You watching Dexter?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "I think." Some kid was like, I think that's just must be like what they're trying to advertise. And I'm like, who's watching Dexter? Me. It was you. Yeah. You didn't finish it. I did. I stopped when it, I stopped when it was good. I liked it. I so when the reboot's coming out. I like to go back and watch it. It's it's still just as good, I think. At least the first season. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I've I binged that one pretty hard. Like I would watch, so I would stay up late and watch that one. This is, I'm going to say 2000. When did Dexter come out? I don't know. So it comes out right, and this is early age of internet piracy. Yeah, I found a website called WatchTVShowsNow.com. Yep, literally had every TV show on it. But you could only click certain links. No, this it wasn't this wasn't that way. This was straight to it. Really? Yeah. Well, so I watched all of. Oz, uh-huh. all of the wire, and all of Dexter, and then I started that. Th- uh, I think I went up to season four. Of Dexter, that that's where we're at in time. That's how I watched The Walking Dead. Was on one of those. Yeah, and then shows. I started to watch something else, maybe The Sopranos, and then it booted off the internet. So the one on The Walking Dead, like I can't remember the link or whatever, but it would have multiple links right for the episode, and I would just have to click them. And like magically, like click the right direction and not click this X, but click the the play button or something to make sure it worked and no commercials came on or something. It was so, but you know, it would lead you straight to like some god awful like porn advertisement if you click, yeah, yeah, if you click the wrong one, pop ups and viruses. But wow. yeah, that's how I got through The Walking Dead so quickly before it was on. I don't even know. Was it on Netflix ever? Yeah, it's on Netflix now. That's where I started watching that. Yeah, and then I got you to watch it. We watched that other vampires or zombie. zombie show, that movie. He was like alive though. Like if they fell fell in love, they could they could have feelings. They could yeah. have feelings. 
I don't remember what it was called. It was so dumb. It was so lame that you're like, well, here, let me show you this one. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Because I thought The Walking Dead was stupid, or I didn't like it. You know, er- almost everybody had that opinion at first. Like, the premise of it, until they watched it, they were like, oh, my God. Because the only thing But then thing it I completely heard, jumps the shark. The only thing I would hear out of your screen, like, you were watching it on a computer when we lived in... Um, Moorhead. Moorhead. We didn't have a TV, so you would just sit in the corner with your... You know, and I couldn't see the screen. I would just hear that zombie sound. Yeah. And it just sounds so, not fake, but so like, it was too much. Yeah. But you said you used to not be able to do it like at night or something. Like In my, because I'd wear headphones and yeah. then I'd be like, I can't do this. It was too much. But that, like the, just that show, except, not to change the subject, but <laughs> I was listening to Bob Saget talk about when they canceled Full House. Full House was getting like 13 million viewers a week in its last season. Wow. And how, if that was today, it would, I mean, it would be the, mo- the most watched TV show on. Really? Yeah. I loved Full House. It was a big and I, and I, I don't, he was talking about how strangely it ends. Do you remember how it ends? I don't. So Michelle mm-hmm. gets thrown off a horse and loses her memory. <laughs> Like in a very traumatic way. Oh my god! And then, like by the by the end of the, and they didn't know they were being canceled. What? So it was like this last two part episode. She gets her memory back, and and that's the end. And that's the end of it. That's yeah. so crazy. Well, they did the reboot of that, and it was yeah. pretty successful. And yeah, it was a good. And he talks about how he like when it came to that reboot, the. Those twins were only nine years old when the show ended. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have the same experience as everybody else. Right. They were literal babies when it started. Yeah. So they didn't have like that emotional attachment that everybody mm-hmm. else did. And plus, they're billionaires now, doing Other clothing lines and stuff. And mm-hmm. but he's still friends with them. And really, like they donate when he does charity stuff. They donate. That's and, cool. So he thought it was, he thought it was just. Ta- I guess they take some shots at him in the Fuller House. Um, or make jokes at their expense. Or. They the only thing I remember is like in the very first one, they kind of broke the fourth wall one time and like stared at the screen to like that they weren't there or something. Yeah. Um, I think indicating that everyone knew they weren't going to be on or yeah. like where are they and they like look at the screen or something. I yeah. vaguely remember that. I've only yeah. He said it. he didn't like that. He didn't like doing yeah. that. Yeah. But the the how the Walking Dead has been or like what the last. 12, 13, 14 years. Mm-hmm. And how like people have left and come back. And mm-hmm. like, if you guys should, could have seen Abby bawling her <laughs> eyes out, <laughs> not even that when she thought one of the characters was dead, <laughs> he ends up coming back and then getting killed in a very brutal way. <laughs> but the, when she, they had great character development. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, yeah, he Abby cried her fucking eyeballs out. <laughs> I get very emotional. And I, then, in a strange turn of events, his eye pops out. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. You're so gross. I have not been, had a movie make me emotional in a long time. That used to be like a pretty running common theme here. Because I would cry over something. I've not done that in forever. I don't think I've invested in anything. Or we're just watching very lighthearted trash. <laughs> they don't make shows like they used to. Okay, Grandpa. 
here you go again. Uh-huh. You are struggling. We were talking about The Office, and my one of my favorite episodes is when Michael calls Oscar faggy, <laughs> and how you can like, and it's a whole like you have to watch the episode. It's it's a very just think like to that like in today's culture that you know episode would just struggle to oh it, there would be no well, office after that we what were we watching oh my kids are writing pop culture um rhetorical analysis where they're looking back on something nostalgically and like mm-hmm. why did it work then what was it's you know doing a rhetorical analysis of it anyway um i was trying to think of a movie or something i could do for that and i was just struggling but i kept one girl and I were talking about a movie or something. It's like, yeah, when you watch it now, like there are things that I, I sat down. I, you know, oh, she was, she read The Hunger Games when she was in third grade. Oh my god! And she looks back and she was like, I just because it had the you know the the simplicity of language, she could technically read it. But looking back, she's like, there's no way. That she understood it? Well, that she should have been given the exposure to that. Like, she's looking back on the the, the dark themes and stuff that she's like, they're killing people. Like, there's a whole, like, suicide pact at the end, essentially, of it. And she's like, that's a third grade. And I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. And I was telling her, there are different books and, and movies, you know, that I painted Charlie thinking, oh, we're going to watch, like, Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. Thought, oh, it's going to be fine. But, like, the language, the words, and the things that they just, the derogatory, you know, insults that they throw out would just not fly today. And she stares at me like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I forgot. Or my question to this kid was, did I just not, my, my mindset was not to even pay attention to it. Like, to not even recognize that that was there or to even know, but, you know, looking back at it on it as a mom, I'm much more protective over that or like, oh, we can't watch that, you know. Me, not so much. Right. Well, Charlie was saying, like, she has a genres of music class and she was like, we were trying to get her to play Eminem. I'm like, Charlie, you have to look from her perspective. Like, she can't, she can't just throw that. And she's like, well, we've heard. I'm like, I know you hear it, but from her perspective, putting that out there it's awkward yeah. it's hard like to throw that kind of language in front of a kid mm-hmm. intentionally in a school setting yeah it's like you just can't you can't have i'm like go listen to it on your own then you know which she did um they've been listening to beetle the beatles and she was like she's been getting into the beatles this week so unpopular opinion i don't like the beatles really did you ever have you ever listened no, I just like, no, I don't like, like a lot other than just like, like, yeah, I had their album. I loved them. One of my students, actually, that's one of her things she's analyzing is the, uh, the Abbey Road album. I like the story of the Beatles more than I like the actual music of the Beatles. Really? Like how they fell apart. Mm. Yoko. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I, I like their, I like their music. It was one of the first, the white album, I think is one that I, I remember someone gave me, so I got a CD player for Christmas, and with it came 
Bruce Springsteen's born in the USA. <laughs> Clearly, my mom or dad like sliding that one in there, right? That was my they first, wanted to hear it. My compact disc, right? So then I got to go out and buy a compact disc, my own CD, and I bought the Beatles White Album with my own money. So that was my first purchase of a CD. What was your first CD? CD? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to like throw a joke in here at some point. CD's nuts? Yep, there it was. I don't know. I, I don't know. The most controversial purchase I made was in Per Your Influence on an eighth grade or a senior trip when I bought Bone Thugs and Harmony. And we talked to Charlie about this. I think it was yeah. eighth grade. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. go out there and look, watch Gay Witch Hunt from The Office. I think it's season three, episode one. This from the guy who did not want to watch The Office. Did not first. want to watch. Well, I mean, to be honest, the first season sucks. Yeah. And you hate to tell people that, like, if you just can make it past the first season. It's all the depiction like of Michael. Breaking Bad. Because uh, it's usually the other way around. They usually start out good and, and bad. Mm-hmm. But some start off bad and good. The Office is one of those. I was looking at movies that have um, really strong endings where, like, the the character has to die or a main character has to die f- or something tragic has to happen for you to understand the impact of the movie, the, the meaning of the story. Like I Am Legend. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if my kids would know that one. Oh, good call. But yeah, he has to die. I may bring that one into class. Tomorrow. Good job. High five on that for my lesson plan tomorrow. That's right. I'm a scholar. You are. I, just, I haven't thrown that in there this week. You have not. Because at the end of the Crucible, the the main guy, John Proctor, he, he chooses death. Like he could have lied, stay alive, but he chooses. Give me liberty or give me death. Is that him? That was him. Yep. That's it. Exact guy. No, it's no. Herbie Hancock. Oh my God. <laughs> um, no. Rather than confess and lie, saying that he was in into witchcraft, he does not. And he says that he was not involved. And so in doing so, during that time, that meant you died. So it's really screwed up situation. So Man, we need to bring that back. <laughs> so he goes to his death. And so all, and it, it, the whole impact of him having his goodness and being a good man, but on top of that, like, highlighting the... um the hysteria of the time period of the Puritan Fucking witches. That's what, yes. Do you know what I mean about Salem witch trials? Yeah. I watched a, so I think it's on Amazon lore. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they talk about the Salem. They talk about like before it got here, I mm-hmm. guess over in much worse Europe, there were people that were like witch hunters yes, and complete scam artists. And they would come in and the town had to pay them. Yes. To rid them of the witches. There and how is it just got, a reverend who comes in and that reverend Hale comes in and that is sort of his role and they bring yeah. in judges and stuff. But that is a factor into it. And the kids catch on. They're like, he's obviously going to find a witch because that's what he was brought in to do. Yeah. Right. So that's how he gets paid. Right. But you know, the crucible is all an allegory, right? For McCarthyism. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, my kids don't know that yet. They're going to find that out this week. Like, I haven't told them anything. They just think it's, you know, 
interesting, crazy story. So we're going to unpack that. But tomorrow we have to talk about why does Proctor have to die? And wow. That's good. I needed, but I wanted something. So I was yeah. looking for good endings today and I was just going through a lot. There's a lot of movies that are like big time hit movies I've never seen in my life. Like don't even. Like what? Oh, what was one? Yeah, like it had some weird name. Tag on it. Um, Shane, Shane, Shane. Never something. heard of it. I had a big old, um, citizen, citizen, citizen Kane is on there. Obviously I watched that for a film class. Um, some of these we all know good endings. Oh, that one, um, Avengers, which one? Infinity. Infinity War. Yeah. Tony Stark has to die. It was, it was one of the best, uh, best endings. Seven is a good ending. Do you remember Seven? I just so at work, we got a package. It was a big box. <laughs> Did you reenact it? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was like, man, y'all ever watched Seven? They hadn't seen it. No, I bet your one boy has not seen Seven. I know, yeah, I'm pretty, I know he's not seen Seven. Make him watch it. Yeah. That will mess him up. Seven's good. It's a good one. It's the only way. Like I learned the Seven Deadly Sins from that. Yeah. Shane, I got a, 1953. I don't even know what it is. Um, See, obviously, can't be that good. I've never seen Easy Rider. I know, like I probably should, but I've not seen that. This is it. La La Land. From 2016, Ryan Gosling. No clue what it. Emma Stone's in it. No. I'm, Apparently has a great ending. So. I've not seen many Ryan Gosling movies. Have you seen The Notebook? Mm, long time ago. And I know there are like memes and stuff out there, but I couldn't tell you what part of the movie it is. That like I know the general plot to it. Very loose. Like I know there are details I'm missing. Like James Garner is the is Ryan Gosling and they, he's got Alzheimer's or something. I don't know. So, no, it's her. It's a, She's I, got Alzheimer's. I think so. I don't, I don't know. know either. The Sixth Sense. Oh, sorry. Sixth Sense. Yeah. I had that one pegged. Uh, I've seen Gone with the Wind. Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm, he doesn't die at the end. These are just, these are just good endings. Yeah. The Thing from 1982. Kurt Russell. Never seen it. Should I know that one? I don't know. There were just a lot. Psycho, I've never seen the original Psycho. But you watched the Bates Motel. Uh-huh. I only went through season one, and it was one that, like, I had to wait on the next season, and by then I just lost interest. <laughs> okay, have you watched Invasion of Body Snatchers? Nope. I, yeah. I've not watched that one. The 1967 Bonnie and Clyde. What Bonnie and Clyde thing did we watch? We watched um, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Okay. On Netflix, where they kill Bonnie and Clyde. That was it. Night of the Living Dead. Have you watched it? The nineteen sixty eight. Is that Romero's version? George Romero. Yes. No. No. Scarface, Godfather. I've watched Godfather. I watched Scarface about thirty five times. I've not watched The Graduate. No, that's not that's that. That's a woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a woman. 
on TikTok who wakes her husband up for four weeks doing different Jack Nicholson. Jack. Well, that's Al Pacino. We'll go ahead. Okay. Anyway, I know, but hang on. That like made me <laughs> because there's a part where she does one of his impressions and her husband is like, that's not even his movie. <laughs> so she does different impressions of him every morning. <laughs> it's so funny. Carrie, the 1976 version. That's a messed up. I don't know. It just made me think of a lot of. I've there's a lot of things out there. I've never seen Casablanca. Casablanca. Blanca. Blanca. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's that's gone with the wind. I don't know. How does what's his? That's uh, who is in Casablanca? Um, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. That's the usual suspects is the number two best ending. So here's the best ending. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes, 1968. That's when he realizes he's on Earth. Yeah. Statue of Liberty. Uh, here's here's looking at you, kid. Gotcha. That's Casablanca. <laughs> not even his movie <laughs> all right you said it with such confidence <laughs> Ooh, ah. well if you've made it this far God this hour and you. a half oh is, sorry what we rambled i, I guess it, it, it goes by so fast no. i'm at the point my birthday's coming up abby so what do you want to do for your birthday so i just want to do a podcast okay you won't be home until really late on your birthday though are we gonna do it that night hell no okay after an eleven-hour drive playing baseball all day, I'm probably going to get recruited in the MLB. But <laughs> what position would you play? I I, have, I don't know shit about baseball. It, it interests me zero. Designated hitter. What if our son wants to play baseball? So, I mean, somebody else can coach him. I don't know. I'll cheer for him. <laughs> don't look. Don't look for any insight from me. <laughs> Catch the ball. Yeah. Keep your eye on the ball. That's keep what you your eye on the ball. Keep your eye, keep your eye on the ball. That's it. All you right. are going to be such a gem on this tri- trip. I look forward to it. I think you should take podcasting equipment. No. <laughs> Come back broke. Broke. Oh. Yeah. The equipment would be broken. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like broke, like you would sell it. <laughs> On it. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was a time in our life. We're in. We are in remote Iowa. <laughs> you guys want a roadcaster? <laughs> yeah. Gave seven hundred for it. I'll take two. <laughs> trying to get back to Kentucky. <laughs> you trying to fly back because you don't want to ride back with anybody, or the opposite. Oh. They're going to like make you. <laughs> fly back because they don't want to ride back with you <laughs> it, it really could go either way it really could <laughs> i don't know how long is this trip like 10 hours are you all in one car yes what's the vehicle you're taking oh we're gonna take a chevette abby a little okay. two-door car we're gonna first take all, a van first of all <laughs> I so much. how many people are in this car together Six. Oh my God. It's going to smell. I know. I ought to just load up on something that's going to make me fart the whole time. I'll make some eggs, <laughs> some hard boiled eggs for you. I'm celebrating Seth's birthday. Happy birthday. Four months later. 
that count. You should have seen that face he was just <laughs> was making like, to do wait. that counting. I was like, is he going to fart or is he counting? I don't really now, know. Now we're all middle aged. Is this ever? Is he the last? Is this it? Uh-huh. I mean, 40. he's already middle aged, but right to celebrate. This is. We all had our. What's the next? When's the next? We all get a good round of celebrations. I they say every retirement. Year. I've been planning a retirement party. It's a little taxing. <laughs> like I do not have a career in event planning. We could celebrate like when what's our big wedding milestone anniversary? What are we at? Eighteen? Uh, uh, we'll be at twenty soon. We could celebrate that. Yeah. We could throw a party for that. Based That's where we'll be then. All right. Let's go somewhere. Destination party. Yeah, where are you going to go? Not Universal Studios. Oh, I was thinking like a cruise. I don't know if I want to go on a cruise. Let's go to Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas. I don't want to go to the beach. So figure it out. You got two years. (laughs) Colorado it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We love you all. We hope you have a fabulous week, day, whenever you tune tune into this. Shout out. There's like. I think last week there was 60 people that listened in the first 30 minutes. Oh, wow. I was like, what the hell? Thanks for that. We're so, notification squad, shout out to you. Yep, yep. I assume that's what it is. I mean, like, there are people just randomly finding it. Oh, hey, look, this new podcast we've never heard just of. Just dropped. Just dropped. Let's see what it's about. <laughs> um. All right. All right. I'm Love go. you. Abby's got to go do work. I'm gonna. I took a nap, but I'm still sleepy, so I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Bye. That's a wrap. Toodaloo. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.